This is episode 237 of Bleak and Review. Tonight's guest, Carter Glasscock. Plus, Bed and Breakfast Man stops by. All of this, and how'd you sleep? Only on Bleak and Review. Hello, and welcome to the Bleak and Review podcast. My name is Kevin Anderson. I'm the host of said podcast. And guess what? A bird just hit me in the head. <laughs> I kind of wanted to ease into that information, but I uh, literally can't think about talking about anything else right now. I was having a shitty day just because, you know, the stresses of capitalism, etc. Decided to go for a walk to clear my head, you know, get my steps in. Listen to a comedy podcast to clear my brain, try to get into a good mood. And a bird struck me from behind. It was weird, too, because it was one of those moments. I don't know if this is a one of those moments situation, but it was a moment where I could see from the shadow that was cast in front of me that there was a bird flying around behind me. And I presumed this to be a temporary affair. Then I kind of, it dawned on me for a moment. I was like, this bird is flying around a lot. Like normally when you see a bird shadow, and I'm sure that we're all clocking this the same way. We're always looking out for bird shadows. I assumed that, you know, it would do what every other bird shadow does, which is disappear from view quickly because birds, they got shit to do. They're moving around. They're doing stuff. This bird lingered. A classic flying lingering bird. And as it was dawning on me that this is a weird instance, the bird slammed into the back of my head. (laughs) Not with excessive force. Not like it was a cop. Oh, topical. Got him. Take that, police. This bird was better than you. It wasn't wasn't an excessively violent hit. It didn't really hurt too bad it kind of just it was more confusing than anything and it kind of me made me reevaluate my entire life because you live most of your life assuming that you're not going to get hit in the head with a bird that doesn't happen unless you're in some hitchcockian nightmare film degree but it must happen more often than not because here i am rock you like a hurricane but also here i am just walking down the street and then uh it happened to me it could happen to you folks I don't think that it was an intentional bird attack, but I also can't really place why this would happen. This has never happened to me before in my 30 years of existence on this planet. I've been shit on by a few birds in my day, and I'm not just the British guy who said trouble with the ladies. Oh, I, I've been shit on, which apparently is supposed to be some kind of omen, right? Uh, I don't know if it's positive or negative at this moment. Can't remember. But I never, I never assumed that a bird would do that. And also a bird that was around my head for so long. Like, if a bird's going to strike you, it's probably by accident. And it's probably going to get in, get out. You know, it's not going to, like, fly around figuring out whether it's going to run into you or not. So my hypothesis is that I haven't had a haircut in a while. And the bird probably thought my shitty hair was a, a nest of some sort. And went in to inspect. Turns out, nope, people head. And then went about its day. So I can now be added to the great pantheon of celebrities, asterisk, who have been struck by birds. I could only name one other one. I'm sure there's others. But obviously there's that classic story of uh, that guy Fabio. He got hit in the face with a bird on a roller coaster, right? So it's me and Fabio. 
I don't know who else. Martin Short, Glenn Close, Natalie Portman, Jack Black. Basically, the entire cast. It's me and the entire cast of Mars Attacks <laughs> is who has been hit in the head with birds. And Fabio. It's dawning on me in this moment that I don't even know what Fabio did. Uh, was he, he was a handsome person. I know that. He was a uh, chiseled and statuesque affection of many desires, from what I understand. Was he like a soap opera guy, or was he... He was definitely like some kind of actor whose primary function as an actor wasn't to act. It was to just exist and be handsome, right? Or am I getting it totally wrong? Is he theatrically trained and I'm just a, a bastard? I don't know. Rate, review, subscribe, of course. Let me know in the reviews of this podcast what Fabio did. Because literally all I know about him is that he's handsome and then a bird hit him in the face on like some ride. Which is tough. That's the thing. That's the dangerous life that we choose as entertainers is uh, you could put a lot of heart and soul into your work and really try to uh, make a statement and speak your truth about the state of the world through your art for your whole life. And then a bird hits you in the face and that's your legacy. That's all That's all anybody cares about anymore is like, oh, yeah, that guy that got hit in the face with a bird. Yeah. What does he do? I don't know. I'm going to host a podcast. Shout out to Fabio if he's out there, presuming he's alive. I, I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't tell you, which is a weird uh, realization in this moment that I started talking about a person in a glib way, not knowing whether or not they were still part of this mortal realm. At any rate, hi, how are you? <laughs> wow, we burned six minutes of the intro on birds and Fabio. I think that's it. I think that's all we got to do, right? Uh, now, I did have, like, one thing I was going to briefly talk about. It might be interesting. We'll see. As I mentioned earlier, I've been going through a bit of a uh, depressive phase. Not really necessarily based in anything, just kind of like one of those things, you know? Brain chemistry, etc. And that knowledge has helped a little bit, knowing that it is just that, and that I'll probably be fine in, like, a week. But it is also a bummer to express that sentiment to people around you who immediately want to try to fix it. They're like, oh my god, what happened? No, nothing. Literally nothing happened. It's the exact same as always, which is probably why it was happening. <laughs> my life hasn't changed at all, and that's probably exactly why I'm depressed. Well, uh, you know, I'm here if you need me. That's great to hear. But you're also just saying that? <laughs> like... Like, what are you going to actually do? You're not going to actually do anything. You just want me to know that you're a good person. And I already believed that. Chances are I already knew you were a good person, so you don't have to reinforce that unless you're starting to think you're not a good person. And then there could be some trouble. But, of course, you know, when you're in depressive mindsets like that, everything annoys you, right? Uh, literally getting hit in the head with the bird today was the thing that was so ridiculous it kind of snapped me out of my depressive fugue state of just like, Oh yeah, the world is cartoons. I forgot. The world is cartoon characters. Everyone's a fucking dumb dumb running around getting hit in the head with birds and buying Bitcoin and faffing about, you know? <laughs> it's all it's all bullshit. Why would I be upset about things? And it legitimately has turned me around a little bit. So bless that bird. Bird's fine, by the way. In case anybody was curious. The bird bird flew off totally, totally unscathed. But I do find that uh when I when I am in a depressive state. Things just stick out to me more as as irksome. And I'm, you know, anyone who has any 
varying degree of depression who's listening knows that this is a thing. It's like, oh, yeah, something that you normally just kind of shrug off and not worry about can all of a sudden become an intense focus of seething hatred. And for me, it was just the realization that every single Facebook group that I'm a part of, and I'm still a part of a few for some reason, and they're all varying in topic and content that's supposed to be posted within, I've started noticing that they all blend together now. They all kind of are the same thing. Everybody's, regardless of the topic, whether it's a group for bad comedy flyers or just a group for memes or a group for an L.A. comedy scene thing, it's the only posts that seem to get any traction that show up in my feed are some meme that some weirdo posted that has nothing to do with the content that's supposed to be posted within, and then a bunch of centrists arguing about bullshit in the comments. Just a bunch of brain-dead internet goofs. Just like, I don't know, I guess that this group is now where I talk about uh, minimum wage, or whatever it is. Whatever the thing that's on their mind is. They don't give a shit. They just go to some group and they just espouse opinions and everyone yells at each other. And then, I don't know, do they call it a productive day and go home to their their wives and, and, and hate fuck them after a lasagna? I don't know. That's not for me to decide. But yeah, it's crazy. It just made me think of that old uh, Hemingway quote. And I'm going to botch it because I don't have it pulled up in front of me. But the idea of it was uh, all stories, you know, taken to their logical conclusion end in death. And any writer who doesn't say that is not giving you the full story. That's the summation of the quote. I botched it very badly, which is weird because I also made a joke based around this quote on the Internet earlier today. Couldn't find it within me to pull it up to make sure I got the quote right. But I do feel like that, like no matter what thing you start on the internet or what group or haven for a specific topic, it's all, if it exists long enough, it's going to all eventually become the same thing, which is not death, but it's a bunch of people just yelling at each other over wholesome memes. Wholesome memes or like tragically hacky and offensive memes. Like women are like this and guys are better because they're this. Like, it just happens. It just happens. It's just, you get enough people. It's You get enough monkeys in a room to make Shakespeare, right? You get enough humans in a room, and uh, they become monkeys <laughs> in some way. I don't know. I'll let you piece the logic of that together at home. Speaking of piecing together logic, this is a very logical and straightforward episode of Bleak and Review. Great segue. Great segue. Uh, it's quite a delight. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, coming up here after the break... Dear friend of the show, dear friend of mine, Carter Glasscock returns. He's from the Goods from the Wood podcast. Maybe you've heard of it. That's a fun podcast. I like it a lot. And I like Carter a lot. And he's great. It was nice catching up with him because we haven't really been able to work together or talk extensively much during quarantine. But, you know, it was nice to catch up with him and see what's going on. And then a little later in the show, we have a new guest on the show, of course, because we do that in the second segment. We have Bed and Breakfast Man. Bed and Breakfast Man. And uh, I'm not going to say too much about that segment, but I'll just let you know right now that there's a little bit more to it than Bed and Breakfast. And it's a good time. So we're going to go to a quick break here on the Bleak and Review podcast. We shall return with more Bleak and Review podcast with Carter Glasscock after this. (laughs) 
So obviously, since we're starting this segment, we got to do our vocal warm-ups, of course. Uh, we got to do our vocal warm-ups, which is uh, how now, brown cow? <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. How, how, how does it go? How does it go with the flow, bro? Bro. Where is the, why doesn't my cow rap? My cow doesn't flow good enough <laughs> for the rap. My cow doesn't flow over the toes, toes. I got a thing about toes. I like to put toes in my mouth. I'm from the South. I, I like Jesus Christ. I'm from the South. Put a hoof in my mouth and call me when dinner's. Don't call me late to dinner. <laughs> Which is, of course, call me our. Unless you want to be a sinner. Oh, unless you want to be a sinner, chicken dinner, finger licking good. It's all good. Uh, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> which is, of course, the only way to really kick off a segment of Bleak and Review, which is the guest saying, I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing for your ass. Uh, of course, <laughs> I am uh, your intrepid host with the intrepid most, Kevin Anderson. Joining me today in the hot seat, as it were. Uh, dear friend of the show, certainly, we learned so much about him last time he was on the podcast, namely uh, his experience as a child watching a man's skin fall off from fire and then promptly showing his dick to a bunch of his yeah. classmates. <laughs> that's the big, that's yes, the big yes, thing. Yeah. And a little bit uh, for the Patreon there, just a little yep, bit of ass been... crack. <laughs> just a little bit of ass crack for the Patreon yeah, there. I mean, uh, but of course. Oh, oh, oh. For, for... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, no, it hasn't impacted me to this day. You know, I never think about all that stuff that happened back then. You know, I put it behind me and I changed my name and uh, I chose I landed on Carter Glasscock, which is not the best right. in yeah. hindsight. You know, once you change your name, they don't let you change it back. So Because <laughs> it used yeah. to be Carter Iron Penis, right? <laughs> they used to call me uh, Flappy Wet Tits is what, is what I used to know. <laughs> Oh, you were the guy from all those funny flyers yeah, <laughs> on all those yeah. comedy lineups, the old flappy wet tits. Yeah, people thought I was kidding around, so I didn't really get started doing comedy for a long time because no one would call me up, so I had to change it to something more normal. I do like the idea, Everyone though, that a, a, a comedy career could be born out of an unfortunate name. You know, it's like, oh, flappy wet tits. I guess I'm emceeing this show with 90 comics on the lineup. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, how some people have like a face for radio. It's like I have a name for hopeless dreaming. <laughs> so I got I, a face for radio and a name for crying. <laughs> <laughs> I got a voice for the written word. <laughs> and of course, that can mean only one thing. I mean, he said his own goddamn name. But joining me today, of course, is Carter Glasscock from the Goods from the Wood Pod. What's up, Carter? Hey, how's it going, buddy? How are you doing, man? Oh, you know, struggling. <laughs> just yeah. Is, is, no, it, is it starting to is it starting to sink in? I I think I don't know. That's the thing. I, I I'm curious about that for you because we've talked a little bit via text message, uh, but we haven't really uh, you know seen each other most of this whole uh, last year of nightmarishness. And you know, I've definitely Ooh. had my yeah, my dramatic ups and downs. Uh huh. And and I, yeah. I, I oh, how, how's it been going? Uh, I mean, right now, good, but like, you know, we had a whole period of regression where I was like trying to fuck my neighbors and being a complete lunatic, you know? <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there, brother. 
Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I've been I've been trying. Uh, 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 I've just been trying to fuck different objects in the house. Is, oh is really? Give I've me your doing. top five just couches. <laughs> top five. Blender. Uh, let's see. Uh, turlets. Uh, uh, you know uh, what we got here? Uh, doors. Uh, uh, doors. And I, I think there's uh, some coasters around. Just stuff like that. You know, you get creative. You know, you spend a year inside and. Uh, uh, yeah, you start to look at things in a different light. You know, there's mandolins in here that I've uh, I've had my way with. You know, I have I have a romantic past with several of the instruments in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but I get that. I get that. Yeah, trying I, to, love to I get I get that trying to have sex with the doors thing. Like, because I I had this vinyl record of Jim Morrison's bad poetry, and I put my dick in that, and. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird too, because like, yeah, you know, like you know, my girlfriend's like, why, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I, you know, because I, I, you just get bored, and there's all types of wacky shit around. Here. There's like a, like a, a Gandalf staff and a hammer, and there's all types of shit in this room alone. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you know, take it to uh, yeah, I get that middle girth going on. <laughs> you get the middle girth going on. Uh, no, you know, I've been I've been okay uh, generally, I guess. Uh, I think I put been, on I put on about twenty lbs. Oh, we all. I mean, feeling it, feeling it. That's the two ways you can go in quarantine, right? Is you can gain a little bit of weight, or you can do what I did for most of it, which is um, abuse prescription medication until you look like a skeleton. Uh, <laughs> 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 but of yeah, course, yeah, dude, I feel you. It's one of two ways. I was going to say, of course, listeners know that uh, I've kicked that addiction, so we don't have to get too concerned. But uh, that was a, that was a whole thing. Oh, good for you, buddy. Good on you. But you've been yeah, in, good uh, for you, dude. I, I fucking no. So go ahead. What are you saying? I was going to say you've been in. A, you were mentioning your girlfriend, who's not too excited about you fucking Gandalf staff, uh, and you were in a relationship for the 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 entirety of of the last year and stuff. And and did you do you? I can't remember. Do you two yes. live together? Uh, I go over there like all the time to the point to where like I'm like developing like uh, beyond small talk relationships with her neighbors. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, like we're on a first name basis. Um, I'm seeing like what kind of a person I really am because like there's been like even some like emergencies that like like there was this like her name. She has this one neighbor who's like who's like has to be anywhere in the age range of like 85 to 146. Like she's somewhere <laughs> in that age range. Our favorite and demographic like, from a marketing like, standpoint. Oh yeah, absolutely. I go and I play the ukulele tour to send her to sleep uh, most nights. But uh, she, she, uh, uh, she was like, hey, she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. Are you doing something right now? And I was like, I, I was a uh, uh, filming an audition for uh, a, a thing where I had to be a cowboy uh so i like and i had like my shirt out and stuff i was just fucking embarrassed i was like oh, sure. this is the penance i get for not like yeah like this is what i get for not like majoring in something in college that is applicable <laughs> to real life so like so like i was like I'm, I'm like with my like fucking like fish belly gut hanging out and she's like are you doing anything and i'm like absolutely not <laughs> and she was like she's like no, uh she's like can you fix my phone's broken my phone's broken and so like i felt weird going into her house because you know it's covid and she looked i mean like a stiff wind would kill this woman so it's like I just feel to confirm really bad. just to confirm this is your girlfriend's neighbor right <laughs> my, my girlfriend's neighbor and 
you know, and she's like, can you come in and fix my phone? <laughs> and like, you know, it's just like one of those, like, you damn kids with your technologies and shit and your Pac-Mans. And I'm like, I'm 33, so that feels good to even be put in that age bracket. But, like, I go in there and, like, fucking, it's, it's literally the unplug it for 20 minutes and replug it in. Sure. And, and so, like, that's all that it was. And, like, uh, uh, and she was like, oh, my God, how will I ever thank you? And she's, like, getting closer to, like, want a hug. And I'm like, no. <laughs> she is like, let me make you some food. And I'm Dude. like, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's like, like it was. You, you know the sketchy fucking path that is to, like, badly yeah. written MILF porn, like, right there? Like, <laughs> please, cowboy, my phone's broken. I don't have any <laughs> money to fix, uh, to pay you for fixing it. Maybe if I yeah. just <laughs> suck on your dick for a little bit. <laughs> Which she did. It was crazy. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, you know, I mean, it was, it just felt, it felt weird. Like I've had like, like her, her neighbor came up to me, like her other neighbor came up to me and was like, just like over, like, it's, it's fine. I got, you know, I get it. We've all been cooped up and she's like overshared like shit out of like a two minute interaction. Two minute interaction. She was like, I fell down the other day because I was too drunk. That's what this Band-Aid is for. Also, <laughs> I think I have a drinking problem. And I was like, oh, she's like, you can come over anytime. Come over <laughs> anytime. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm 116. I drink a lot. I got Mickey Mouse Band-Aids and my phone is want to break. <laughs> <laughs> it's want to break there, you old so-and-so. That is so true, though. That shit, like, you just, like, nailed exactly why I got way too familiar with my – because I live in an apartment that has – the building is only six units. Uh, We're all, like, kind of, like, in the same age bracket, and it's, like, because of COVID, we all got way too invested in each other's shit, like, real quick. To the point where, like, everybody in this building is fucking each other. It's crazy. Uh, I (laughs) – and it's it's insane, (laughs) but it's born out of that same – I mean, yeah, it does. It absolutely, it's absolutely, they're all like actors and shit. They're all like 22 to 26 years old and shit, except for the one 29 year old who's making oh, all kinds of mistakes. But, uh, <laughs> but like it is, it's got dorm energy oh, of like people just more like sad. I was, I was going to say, how, how, how old are you? Are you, I'm 30. Like, are you, are you 30? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know how like I, a lot of I have a couple of friends who are like, it's my last year in my 20s and I got eaten up by current. It's like, who fucking cares? Like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I got eaten out by what? <laughs> like my last year of, of my 20s got eaten out by COVID. Oh, and, I thought you said it's my last year of my 20s and I got eaten out by crab man. <laughs> Which yeah. is which is a story unto itself that I needed to know about if that was the case. <laughs> He's doing the little pinchy hands and stuff. <laughs> well, he can't finger you because that's a fucking that's a crime. No, so it's, it's a violation. Uh, <laughs> it's a whole Freddy Krueger situation. It's a Freddy Krueger situation. It's a violation. Uh, <laughs> a fucking, but yeah, no, I mean, like, there's a bunch of people, and I I totally understand. But like, you spend like 27 to 29 just belly aching about being like ah oh, the death of my youth <laughs> i will say that so i turned 30 in quarantine june 2020 yeah, yeah. is when i turned 30 and i did have a weird you know what is it third i don't know i guess a a, a, a trifecta life crisis a third thirdly a, what is it a quarterly a thirdly is that right who could care yeah uh, a quarter life <laughs> crisis yeah yeah like i that. had that i had a little <laughs> bit of that going on and my manifestation of that was 
desperately trying to form a relationship with my 25 year old neighbor who still thinks it's cool to, to jaywalk. (laughs) (laughs) And like, and like doesn't wear a (laughs) seatbelt in the car as a form of rebellion. (laughs) Like it's like almost famous esque. like, come on, live a little. (laughs) What are you, what are you, Hey old man, what are you using the crosswalk at victory and Lancashire? One of the most notoriously dangerous intersections in the Valley. (laughs) Why don't you just run across before it's you get your like white claw? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even like a fun little like, you know, like just do a little shoplifting. It's like just like petty larceny or something or just like, come on, litter. Yeah, litter. Dude, why aren't you littering, old man? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. I guess you're just not seizing today. You don't want to litter? You don't want to... Oh, dude, I like to funny. scream. Exactly. I like to scream "Carpe Diem" as I'm putting recyclables into the trash can. Because <laughs> there is like the flip side of the coin, where like people who are like my like 33 or like 30, you know, early 30s, who are being like, "I'll tell you, when you've seen as much shit as I've seen, you you fucking you 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 can't ever look. I don't even I can't I don't understand this new what is Nicki Minaj? I don't <laughs> what is Nick? It's like you know exactly what it is. You just feel old and gross. Music for me stops and starts at Guns and Roses appetite for destruction. Yeah. Which is for us is even more sad where it's like, I'll tell you, Lincoln Park, that was music. That was music. I don't understand what the hell a WAP is. <laughs> yeah, well, back in my day, a WAP was just a playful thing you yelled at your Italian classmate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You know, because we grew up so white that that was our idea of a minority, was an Italian guy. <laughs> <laughs> Like we didn't have all this diversity. We had one Italian guy whose name was actually Guido and we called him terrible things, but he took it all in stride because he was still white. (laughs) So, all right. I got to know. So, so, so you got very close with, with your neighbor. How did that pan out? Uh, She did. She lives 20 feet away from me and managed to ghost me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it was within that ghosting period that I like, you know, really like doubled down on therapy and figuring out what was going on. Uh, so it all worked out yeah. in the end. And I, yeah. now we like, you know, we say hi to each other when we see each other around because, you know, proximity, but it was just, I just regressed. Yeah. All I did was regress to my like, you know, uh, I would say early twenties mentality of like, Oh, this woman wants nothing to do with me. We hooked up once when we were drunk. And then, uh, but then like after that, clearly I was like pursuing a woman who had wanted nothing to do with me, which was totally some shit I would do at like 21, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no. I mean, I, I, it's, yeah, it's like kind of thrilling. It, 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 it brings a little life to the constant wall staring going on. Yeah, well, I mean, I thought I started pandemic thinking I would be able to just hundred percent Witcher three and I'd be done with it. Like after that, then pandemic would be over. And then I had all this extra fucking failing to do. It turned out. So I I really doubled down on all of it, but uh, you know, I came out of it unscathed. Like I'm in a healthy relationship now, which is like with somebody of my my genre, you know, genre, my age range, which is the genre. (laughs) Yeah, it's a, it's a kind of ghost, uh, ghost indie folk. 
Ghost and default. What it would be. Mumford and uh, Graves. I, Mumford and Graves. Uh, yeah, I don't, being in a relationship the whole time is it's been fun, you know. Like we've like really doubled down on like the the stupid baby talk enough oh, to where sure. it's like you got to either do that or like getting really cold with each other, and like you start <laughs> like you know you start exploring. You start watching porn together and shit, and you, but like it's just resulted in like laughing at overacting and porn. But, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> watching, a, watching a little bit of porn, laughing at the overacting, slipping a few double A batteries in a rectum. I get it. I get it. <laughs> exploring you a know, little bit stuff like that. Uh, Something that to, old like, boys do. Into a park. Yeah, I've like I've quit smoking. I started smoking. I quit smoking. I started smoking. I quit smoking, and now I'm still smoking again. I've quit like three times. Oh, sure. Yeah. How many times are you just like open about farting at this point? Very open about it. Like, yeah. But like, I I, like to the point where it was at first, it was like fun because, you know, we've been dating for like two years now. It's like at first it was like a fun little like reveal of like, oh, this is funny. And then now it's to the point where she's like pissed off when I do it because it smells really fucking bad because I've just (laughs) been I've been eating a lot and drinking a lot during quarantine. And then, like, you know, like, she'll, like, uh, but I, I always respond with being, like, why would you get mad at someone for being sick? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why? <laughs> like, I need to go to the hospital, and you're here judging me. Like, look, I'm not thrilled that this ha- came out of me either. It's like but, that old, you know, it's like that old Mitch Hedberg joke where it's, like, alcoholism is the only disease you can get yelled at for having. <laughs> like, damn it, Otto, you're an alcoholic. Damn it, Otto, you have lupus. One of these doesn't work. <laughs> lupus yeah yeah i love that joke look it's yeah, not I mean, my it's fault fucking, that uh, i farted out an entire 7-eleven rotisserie chicken <laughs> <laughs> i i've also like all of my quarantine goals like i have learned zero new languages right i have fucking you know what i mean like just like regret like every like improvement i could have made i didn't like i mean i guess I did the bare minimum of like staying inside, but like I didn't like write the great American novel or <laughs> right. anything. Well, and that's like, the I'm standard. Go into- Isn't that the standard that we yeah. all feel like we're holding ourselves to because everything on social totally. media is just like all of our friends being like, like, Oh, finished my third screenplay today of quarantine. Like, ha ha ha. Patting myself on the back. Hashtag better than you. <laughs> like <laughs> there's, there's a lot of that oh, like, yeah. in your world that just makes you oh. feel like you're not accomplishing to the standards that you should be. Oh, the, this, the social media anxiety has been through the fucking roof. Like I can't even like, and I participate in it. You know what I mean? Like I, oh, yeah. I, to, to a degree, but like it's, yeah, it's been like, just, I've, this is the year I got addicted to Twitter and like, ah. I've just been like scrolling through it constantly and it's just terrible for me. And like, I do want that great equalizer when we all have to do stand up again and just feeling like that pregnant, like uncomfortable pause when someone's bombing. Like when I, I want to bomb again and just feel like, feel that like shitty feeling of like, all right, I can either quit or I can do better next time. <laughs> it's a harsh realization in quarantine to realize that you don't feel truly alive unless a whole room of people hates you at least once a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, it. It turns out like that's like the, that kind of abuse has like grounded us in a way where <laughs> like you know you get like you need that like I need that the 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 kick in the ass every now and again. But yeah, totally. like fucking uh. uh yeah, social media has been, uh, you know, it's been, it's, I've been watching it every day. I'm trying to like 
like try to half-heartedly read a book or something do something fucking else uh, i love the idea of you yeah. trying to read a book like just the idea like i the phrase trying to read a book makes me really laugh <laughs> like just like i can't i've been trying to read this book i get in i start seeing the words right i get there i see the words and i go no and i throw it across the room <laughs> Like, like, I get it like, though. That's the thing. Like, is I get it. Oh, dude! Like I treat it like an exercise. Like I'll like I'll like blast through a chapter, and then I'm like, now do I remember anything of what happened, or do I need to reread that like three fucking times? Or was I just like thinking, that, I mean, that, I had this thing like I've been like so like the last time I was like committed to reading a book in quarantine. I remember very specifically yeah. that the whole time, like it was a very interesting book. It's How Music Works by David Byrne, which is a very good book. But he writes in a very convoluted oh, way. And I just remember at a certain point, Eminem's Without Me, the refrain of that was just playing in my head the whole time I was reading. And so after I finished a chapter, I'm like, so what did I get out of that? Uh, oh, yeah, that Eminem song that I couldn't stop thinking about for no reason is all I remember from that chapter I just read. <laughs> Not even a current it's Eminem like, song. It's like a <laughs> it's the it's like the it's the i think it's a symptom of like scrolling like it's like like because we scroll through so many words and don't read them that like something just goes on in your head while you're actually reading a book so it just feels like <laughs> scrolling again yeah, you're just like fucking scrolling through a book you're supposed to be paying attention to it's like i didn't know that it was but possible yeah, to dude, have extra up. tabs open in a book like <laughs> like i'm <laughs> I got like fucking HuffPo and like a YouTube clip and all this shit in the margins of my book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got some sponsored, uh, some sponsored content coming uh, through the book that my <laughs> SponCon. This book's been listening to me talk about how much I want to fucking, you know, you how much I, I've been considering wearing diapers throughout this whole <laughs> quarantine just because I don't want to. I'm so depressed to get up. <laughs> you start getting targeted ads in your book margins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah targeted ads sounds like your dick's a little <laughs> soft I, if you love if you <laughs> if you love the brothers karamazov you're gonna love <laughs> oh my god yeah i mean uh uh, uh it, it was it, it's uh, uh so i don't know i'm trying to do that shit uh well carter my, you know, my one before we go to break Zoom? here oh i'm oh, sorry go ahead yeah Oh no! I've just been doing like a lot of. I've been. Uh, I, I've found a way to continue to waste money in Los Angeles, even yeah. where, where we can't even go outside. I've been taking like a bunch of Zoom acting classes. Oh sure. Which, uh, oh boy. Oh yeah. It's 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 something else to like be in your roommate's room that you asked nicely to use, pointing at pointing your fingers at a computer, being like, "Get out of the van." <laughs> <laughs> So you're and taking specifically tough guy role acting class. Yeah, yeah. Like just I I just want to be a tough guy. Like I want to be a tough boy actor when I come back. That's why I put on 50 pounds. Cause I'm and I'm trying I'm trying to like take these supplements to lose my hair. So I, just, I wanna I wanna look like who's the guy who's the commish from the shield? I wanna look like him when I Oh, uh, that that fucking <laughs> Dean Norris looking motherfucker. I, it's not Dean Norris, but might as well be. Yeah. Oh, Chickless, Michael Chickless. <laughs> uh, thank you to our upcoming guest, <laughs> Bed and Breakfast Man, for passing a note in class. <laughs> <laughs> we 
Yeah, yeah, Michael Chiklis, absolutely. Yeah, dude. I can see you. I see you, Carter. If I could, if I could typecast you, if you were to be a bad boy of drama, I don't think you'd be a Chiklis type. I think you would be like a Jason Bateman, but once he's been corrupted type. You know, like you'd be like. The honest, yeah. uh, the capitalist yeah. working man who's been broken by the system and now turns to drugs and, and hookers or whatever. Like you would be the the every man who went to college but is very upset uh, that they didn't get what they were promised. And now they're just going to fuck the system and maybe kill a few people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would like I I I'm like everyone's like like you'd be the nice guy, but the one who turns out to be like a child molester. I mean, like, <laughs> God damn it! Like, like, like a, a, everything I've ever got up for is like nice guy, pillowy soft, like fucking like Ra- racist cop. <laughs> yeah, racist cop, heartbreakingly terrible. Like, uh, like yeah, I mean, like developmentally dude, stunted. <laughs> developmentally stunted there's this one uh, uh there's this one class i took where like uh, uh the beginning of it is like everyone in the zoom group you have to like turn your camera off and then they or you you keep your camera on but then they, everyone else just looks at you and says what they think you look like oh no <laughs> it was fucking a nightmare and like i recorded on my phone and they're all but it was all like the most like they're like uh did somebody say bong <laughs> 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 like fucking like i get it like i have sunken in eyes <laughs> wait was this was this an acting class or it was a everybody write your first stand-up joke class <laughs> oh dude yeah it had a lot of that energy I, you know like you know at least like 10 of those people like went and did an open mic and were like uh, hey you know i'm just trying to like i hear it's another muscle to flex so i'm just gonna try it out and then they just eat the most so, hit you've ever seen so i know i look like a cross between michael chiklis and a bowl of rice <laughs> <laughs> i know i look like if michael chiklis was in death cab for cutie <laughs> i know if i look li- i know i look like if ben gibbard was in the shield <laughs> Like what a specific niche to him. I like I like that like one of them is that's like a buddy cop thing. It's one of them is like if Michael Chiklis was in Death Cap for Cutie. The other is if Ben Gibbard was in the shield. <laughs> I look like Michael Chicklets. Michael Chicklets. Was that was that the note that was handed to you? <laughs> no, not at all. Big head shake. No, no, big head shake. Yeah, no, that's this is my lawyer. He just <laughs> <laughs> this is just premium Patreon content. If you're not on the Patreon, everybody, you could be oh, reading shit. notes as they're happening. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, this is all just to entice people to maybe give me five dollars a month for a little bit and then cancel. Oh, <laughs> Oh, they should. They should. They'd be goddamn fools not to. And you know what they should also do is they should also go over to uh, patreon.com slash, was it Goods Pod? Is it Goods from the Wood? Well, we can get to that in plugs. Yeah. But yeah, they give us all of the money. We are just white guys trying to throw down. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> our purpose for living has been taken from us and we made it a year. So come on now. Let's get yeah, the was- hat around and let's, let's go. <laughs> yeah, the, the going because Jesus Christ. Passed a collection plate around at the church of uh, my wife. 
my <laughs> wife, wah wah wee wah, wah wah wee wah, oh, Borat to the second one. Uh, so Carter, we're about to go to break here on Bleak and Review, but you can stick around, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. Well, it's great because we got uh, another guest coming up here after the break. I'm very excited to talk to him. First time on the show. Can you believe it? Uh, I don't know much. I got a little bit of press materials from my uh, producer for the show, which is just me when I'm sober. And uh, so we're going to be talking to Bed and Breakfast Man after the break here. Are you excited? Cool. Oh, I'm so excited. I love a Bed and Breakfast. Can't I know. To go I to feel- one again. I know. I feel the same way. I only really stayed in one hotel during the pandemic, and it's when I decided to go to Joshua Tree last minute and drop acid, and no Airbnbs would accept me, oh, so I man. stayed at the Best Western. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a weird – I've been to a hotel th- through this too, and uh, it's a weird feeling. It feels it like, vacant, like it's the right? last stop you make before. Yeah, it's vacant and like, you know, there's like the one guy back they have a bartender at like the, the, the hotel bar wearing a mask and a face shield and you're like, is this the last stop before I get executed or something? <laughs> is this so weird? What are you having for your last drink, kid? Because <laughs> we have a, we have uh, coronas and we can make you maybe a bloody mar let me see if I got the stuff. For a bloody Mary, maybe I got one of that. I got the blood. I don't know if I got <laughs> the blood. It's I, I don't know if I got the Mary. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so we're gonna go to a quick break here on Bleak and Review. We will be back with more Carter Glasscock and also Bed and Breakfast Man after this. <laughs> And we are back here on Bleak and Review, the podcast. I remain Kevin Anderson. And if you're watching on the Patreon video feed, yes, I am drinking a PBR. Just itching for a sponsorship. Uh, of course, of course, joining me over here, by the Paps Blue Ribbon of L.A. comedy, Carter Glasscock. <laughs> I taste kind of like I got a, a cigarette ash in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you take a sip, wondering if you had ashed your cigarette into the beer, but not being overly concerned. <laughs> Even after you've chilled me for hours, I'm still lukewarm. <laughs> Defying the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> And uh, we have another guest joining us, uh, one uh, which I'm very excited to get to know because he has not been on the show before. Please welcome Bed and Breakfast Man. Hello, Bed and Breakfast Man. Morning. 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 How do you sleep? Oh, honestly, not well, personally. Uh, uh, I don't know about Carter, but. (laughs) Oh, I, I, uh, uh, well, you know, I was feeling a little feverish. Morning. 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 Why didn't you sleep good? Uh, I think it's just the ghosts of my past. <laughs> yeah, there's a light that flashes into my room, and it's... I know a little something about ghosts. Do you? Oh. Uh, uh, no, that's, uh... no. Did you get a fresh towel? Uh, <laughs> I actually, I actually could use one because, as uh, Patreon subscribers will know, I am uh, having a hard time with these pit stains right now in my Los Pollos Hermanos shirt. Whoa. <laughs> do you have a fresh towel i i, I could use one um if you could i don't know if you could postmates me one or something because I, I i'm not currently at do you have a bed and breakfast that you're currently operating i have the finest non-bleach lavender soap that i made myself Ooh, uh, th- that's morning 
Morning. Listen. Yeah, I am the caretaker of Ms. Loblolly's Flower Throat Lodge. <laughs> flower Throat? Yes. So, uh, so I, we appreciate you being open. You know, I know it's it's kind of, has it been hard for you to get people in here with, throughout the pandemic and stuff? Oh, I have my ways of getting people in. It <laughs> sounds like you're tricking people. No. Okay. Morning. You, morning. Morning. Listen, um, I, I got, I got so many towels. They smell like flowers. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that is enticing. Uh, uh, do you operate? I'm curious because I, I have been, uh, uh, you know, looking for uh, bed and breakfasts that are still operating uh, amidst these unprecedented times. Uh, where are you? Where is your bed and breakfast located? Uh, we're located in Geronimo's Curse, Nebraska. <laughs> what? What? No, Why I are just you laugh. We are we are centrally located on Clavicle Avenue, which is just <laughs> off of Famer Street, which is just off of Ulna Boulevard. How, how many people live in Geronimo's Curse? Well, I mean, define live. Anyway, no, no. Look, the point is, first of all, I should say, Kevin, my my real name, I mean, people call me Bed and Breakfast Man because my name is hard to remember, but I'll tell you, my real name is Mace Windu. And, um, I, I've owned this. Uh, wait, I, I, wait, have you seen uh, the, the Star Wars prequels? What, what is that? Do you, there's a character. What is that? Uh, portrayed by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I don't. You ever heard of Star Wars? I electronics are not my friends, so I have not uh, been able to view such <laughs> things. Because uh, when I when I touch anything that has electricity, uh, problems happen. Wait, do, do, are you part anything of that has electricity? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not allowed to touch the circuit breakers around the flower throat. So, so there that. are lights. There are lights at the bed and breakfast. It has electricity within it, but you're just not in charge of such things. Let's not talk about it. Morning, uh, morning, morning. Listen, listen. Uh, look, uh, look. The Flower Throat Inn was was built in the middle of Geronimo's Curse in 1820. It was actually a stop along the famed Oregon Trail, which people oh. seem to have heard of. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I you what? wouldn't know anything about this, but there was a very what popular game? computer game about it. Yeah, there was a very popular. It was a, uh, uh, I believe, made by Sierra Games. That could be totally wrong. Uh, and and you would you would uh, <laughs> you you would assay uh, the role of a uh, a white man traveling or white woman. Sometimes I think if you made your name a woman, it didn't really come into play. But uh, yeah, you would assay the role of somebody traveling in a wagon to Oregon. Uh, and I, I imagine that Geronimo's curse was along uh, that trail at some point is what it sounds like, which is, I mean, historical out the wazoo. <laughs> is, is scurvy as big a problem as it is then as it is today as it was on the Oregon Trail? It seems like that was a big problem. Yeah. How many game. people at your, how many people at your bedded breakfast are suffering from exhaustion? <laughs> I have some yellow relatives. What? <laughs> they're they're called my relatives. They have scurvy. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so so scurvy runs in the family. It's it's hereditary. It runs, 
runs in the town underneath like a like some sort of unseen underground uh you know kind of cavern uh filled with with the yellow fever and the scurves so you've got scurvy <laughs> ley lines going throughout geronimo's curse kind of like a, in the ghostbusters reboot oh we've got all kinds of ley lines throughout geronimo's curse but uh, we're not we're not here to talk about that we're no, here no. to talk about the flower throat in sure right. i would love to morning. know everything morning. morning uh morning uh of course i would love to hear everything there is because uh uh we've got you know covid restrictions are lifting within the year people are going to be out there traveling more and i want to know more about the amenities offered by uh your flower throat in you can do anything you want at the flower throat in as long as you stay out of the rumpus room oh, oh. <laughs> what the, uh what's you have a rumpus room we have a rumpus room, yes. It's uh, it's filled with uh, my favorite film posters. <laughs> Wait, film posters? Those involve electronics, though. Not the way I see them. Oh, okay. I you see so you, you look at raw <laughs> film on a strip. <laughs> now you're starting to understand. With like candles? No, with with the sunlight. I have a I have a, a viewing uh, thing. See, I cannot enjoy film in the truest way, but I can hold film up to the light. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? <laughs> well, I will say my, my the poster I don't want anyone to touch in the rumpus room is a poster of 1998 South Stella got her groove back. I just love <laughs> Angela Bassett. The way she looks underneath my loop. I hold a loop up to the blinding light of Satan, I mean the sun, and I look through, <laughs> I look through the film to see Angela Bassett in How Stella Got Her Groove Back. You know what's interesting? I have so many metal fillings in my teeth that I can actually turn a vinyl record of the how stella got her groove back soundtrack <laughs> stick my fingernail upon it and i can hear it in my head whoa that nope. is you are really giving hipsters that only listen to vinyl a run for their money this is some next level hipsterism i love it you have not lived until you've heard track six of the how stella got her groove back soundtrack which is of course makes me sweat by big pun and beanie man <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. So besides not letting people into your rumpus room where you watch films through the light of the sun, which me doesn't sound like a room, honestly. It sounds also, like it's just, also like, Yeah, sorry. It's more no, of a pyramid. It's more of a pyramid, and that's okay. Carter, I just want to piggyback on what you were saying, just because this is something that's been plaguing my mind since it was mentioned. Rumpus room is one of those phrases I'm aware of, but have no idea what it means. What is a rumpus room? Morning. You don't need morning. To know. morning. You don't need to know. Uh, it's okay. A place where I have it's a place. It's a place for mace. Okay. It's where mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that your name is Mace Windu. Yeah. Immediately, what? nine minutes into the segment, immediately forgot your name was Mace Windu. <laughs> Why is that weird? It's Mr. just Windu, because we're Car Carter and Master I have Windu. often <laughs> Carter and I have it's often Master looked. Windu. Oh, you're because you're master of the house. 
Keeper no, of I'm the, the mill? caretaker of the flower throat. Right. We're the only. <laughs> uh, it's it's a real international water situation. Sands the uh, uh, rumpus room. Look, Anything Ms. goes. Miss Loblolly is the is the mistress of the house. As I've said, it is Miss Loblolly's flower throat in. And, and and she is the mistress of the house. I'm simply the caretaker. Okay, so you're the right. caretaker. I take care of the flower throat. Morning. 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 Uh, so I want to know about a little bit about Miss, uh, was it Lob, Lobla? Bob Lobla? What was Lob it? Lobla, like the pine tree, you goof. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Loblolly, uh, is this a, a a place that has been in her family for generations? Just don't touch Angela Bassett's face on the poster for how Stella got her groove back in the rumpus room. I would never dream of it. I would never dream of it. <laughs> you cannot undo that action. Have, have you done anything to the bed and breakfast to make people feel safe in it? In Lavender soap. <laughs> okay. The towels smell like flowers. <laughs> I've been to be fair to be fair, Carter. I've been in a lot of dangerous situations that once I get this the whiff of lavender, I immediately am put resting on my laurels. I'm like, okay, this yeah. has been this has been nulled. I'm fine. I get it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's it is the smell of uh of of uh dissipating anxiety. Look, and- we have been thoroughly looked over, investigated, quote unquote, if you will, and they have They've sent everybody, Kevin. They've sent are, absolutely everybody to the flower throat, and no, nothing <laughs> happened. And okay, find the thing though. Look, I t- I have talked to the ATF, the A, the the the, the FBI, the MIBs, the ATM, uh, uh, yes, to mouth. <laughs> the MIBs were there. The CCC. Uh, I talked to everybody, and they have all cleared me of any possible. <laughs> Inner, you know, all the the disappearances and all that stuff. It's not me. Okay, okay, good. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask, uh, uh, Mace, if I may be so bold as to call you by your first name, Master Windu. Master Windu. Master Windu. Uh, I just, I, I was gonna ask because I'm on your side. Obviously, I'm very invested in this. I want to come stay uh, at your uh, Flower Throat Inn when next time I'm in uh, Geronimo's Curse, Nebraska. I was curious well, about you know, uh, why you all these people were bothering you. Uh. You know what they say, if you don't touch Angela Bassett's face, you can stay at Mesa's place. <laughs> I have been seeing that pop up on Tinder a lot as people's favorite quotes. <laughs> That's my, I live by it. That's what I always <laughs> say. So, so the rumpus room is obviously off limits. Don't go in the rumpus room, and whatever you do, do not touch Angela Bassett's face. Okay. <laughs> the ominous tones are alarming, but I'm going to roll past it and ask, what other amenities outside of this uh, forbidden rumpus room does uh, a flower's throat offer? What can what can a, 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 a weary traveler expect at this uh, bed and breakfast? Uh, we've got flowers. Okay. <laughs> Full, stop. <laughs> Full stop? Full <laughs> stop? What else do you need? Oh, beds, food, so just, uh, uh, leisure wear. What? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> is it just an empty room filled with flowers? It's a bed. There are bre- is breakfast. There's flowers. There's everything. <laughs> now, Carter, I don't know if you're feeling the same way I'm feeling, Carter, but I feel like certain words in these descriptions yeah. are getting enunciated in an ominous way. Are you feeling that? 
I've been trying to like piece it together like it's a riddle, like flowers, face, basset, like 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 it's, it's an like acrostic sort of, poem. Like, it's a cryptic. Just don't touch your face on the poster. Nothing will happen. Wait, to touch you. your face, Angela Bassett's face. Wait, all right, Master Windu. I gotta say, <laughs> you're cryptic. I like your style. Uh, I fucking. What's the comedy scene like in Geronimo's Curse? Can I ask? Do you have a comedy scene there? Well, we got lots of fiddling skeletons. <laughs> they're they're all, they're all out there doing like like. But uh, they only come out in. <laughs> they 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 fit like like they play the violin. Or are they, or are they just futzing around with stuff? Are they are they playing the violin or are they fiddling through paperwork and, and knickknacks? No, upon the blood moon, the dead <laughs> shall rise in Geronimo's curse to play the fiddle. Oh, okay. All <laughs> they right. They play Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and the Ashokan Farewell. Which from and Tim I am... burns the Civil War. <laughs> well, I am looking up your uh, Airbnb, uh, your bread and bed and breakfast right now on Yelp, and I am seeing that uh, uh, live music is one of the amenities that is often bra- uh, boasted from your from your Yelp reviews. People are very excited about the live music. Yes, they're also very excited when I ask them my questions. Oh, uh, you have <laughs> that's. I mean that is that's so that's aggressively open ended. Uh, I want to know what, what at what point in the stay are your questions presented, and what kind of questions are we talking? I just have questions. These questions too. Okay, <laughs> you have two questions. Are these questions also? I think these questions. Yeah is that is that a, is that a numeric uh, statement or is that a uh, addendum to I also have questions and also these questions too. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, Carter, I have but these questions too. Okay, Master Windu, can I come up real quick? Are you a a bridge troll? <laughs> <laughs> no, the bridge troll has a questions three. Uh-huh. I have these questions too, and they are yeah, have you, okay. have you, Sorry, sorry, just Carter. Carter, this is like, come on, we've got bed and breakfast bed here. That was fucking embarrassing that you even asked that. That was. I'm sorry. I I, I don't know. I just I, no, we're I, trying I, to I learn. I get broad it. strokes right there, and I'm we're trying sorry. to learn. We're trying to learn. This is a teachable yeah. moment. Uh, could I? Could we yeah. dare ask yeah. what these questions two are? Okay. Question one is obviously how'd you sleep. Uh huh. <laughs> Naturally, sure. How'd you sleep? Uh, again, toss- me these questions too. <laughs> uh, good, tossing good, and turning, uh, frequent, frequent sweaty legs. Uh, uh, thought about every poor decision I've made in my life at about four a.m. Yeah, is my answer. <laughs> and the, and the second question, of course, is: Can you look around this world and believe in the goodness of a? God who rules it. Famine, pestilence, war, disease, death. They rule this world. Dare I reveal the horrible rites and incantations? Okay, so it's so it's it's those are my questions too. So it's so it's one question, which is how did you sleep? And then it seems to be two questions that are the bread of a sandwich where the meat is a listicle of fear. (laughs) <laughs> what it's, it's several 
it's I mean, honestly, you know, if we're being honest, it's several rhetorical questions. Do, do you tell these do you ask these questions before the band goes on or afterwards? Yeah. Do they take a little no, break and you come out first, first thing in the morning? I go morning, morning, and then uh, then I morning. morning, and then I say morning, I, and then I say morning, and morning. then I say morning, I, morning. <laughs> and then I go have to sleep. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then I say, can you look around this world and believe in the goodness of a god who rules it? Famine, pestilence, war, disease, death—they rule this world. Dare I reveal the horrible rites and incantations? And don't touch Angela Bassett's face. <laughs> and now, welcome to the stage, <laughs> these skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> the fiddling skeletons. Do y'all want to listen to Big Pun and Beanie Man? And then I put my finger on the 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 the, the record and I spin it around, and everybody gets to hear Big Pun and Beanie Man. Ma- Mace, can I can I be real? With you? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. <laughs> do you crush a lot? Of, do you crush a lot though? Of you ever you ever you ever thumb it in? You ever thumb it in? You ever thumb it in? <laughs> you thumb it in on Thumb Boulevard occasionally. Thumb uh, Boulevard. Well, you know, Geronimo's curse. One of the things is all the streets have body part names, which is kind of fun. Do you want to be a player anymore? Or- I, I I occasionally would like to get my groove back, <laughs> like my hero Angela Bassett in 1998's How Stella Got a Groove Back. Morning. 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 This is one thing I could definitely relate to Master Windu on is because it's like, you know, getting your groove back isn't easy, but it's necessary because I'm pimping bitches like Tom, Chase, and Jerry. Uh, but right. uh, And these are just lyrics <laughs> to something that I botched and reappropriated. But uh, I'm curious because I don't know much you about Jurassic. You didn't answer the second question. Oh, which question? I'm sorry. You didn't answer the second question. Can you look around this world and believe in the goodness right. of a God who uh-huh. rules it? Famine, pestilence, war, disease, and death. They rule this world. Dare I reveal the horrible rites and incantations? I would go uh, with yes, please reveal. Yeah, go ahead. Touch Angela Bassett's face. Wait, but we but 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 that, that was strictly forbidden earlier. The I didn't let the MIBs do it. I didn't let the ATF, the, FBI, the CVS, the CVS, the W A L G R E E N S. Did you say Walgreens? <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, wait, when you ask the first question, do you are people eating breakfast at, during the first question? Do you knock the table over during the second question? <laughs> What table? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, because from what I understand, this bed and breakfast has a bed. It has some posters of Angela Bassett and, and a record player. Maybe not a table. It's got a breakfast and flowers and a throat. <laughs> what what Wait. kind of breakfast do yeah. you serve? Is it, is it throat? <laughs> no, the throat is a, a location that may or may not be located behind the face of Angela Bassett on my poster. Oh, okay. Oh. Now you're starting to get it, and you're not going to be able to leave. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so that is why the Angela Bassett poster is forbidden, is because to access said poster is to reveal too much. 
you might see the throat. And the throat you... is the answer to the second question. It might be a, a mouth. <laughs> are, are, as well, are you are you are you the throat? That's that is what they called me on the swim team, but no. Wait. I want to talk. There's a lot of cryptic shit going on here, but let's talk more about your experience on the swim team. So, <laughs> yeah. How how many years did you function as a member of the swim team? Well, I held up the film Swim Fan to the sun, and <laughs> I just I did naturally i decided i could float like a boat throat float like a boat throat probably the episode title gonna write that down uh yeah (laughs) then Uh, master mace window over here Yeah, I, I, so uh, how long have you uh, – I'm curious because you know we're revealing – we don't know much about your past. It sounds like at one point you were on a swim team and then like a lot of question marks before you became the caretaker of the, the Flower Throat team. Inn. You were the what now? The whole swim team. I was you the, were the whole swim team. A one-man swim team. Did you compete against other swim teams? I didn't say one man. Oh. Okay. Of many, there is one. You know what I'm saying? God, you are a cryptic son of a bitch. I mean, I have smoked a lot of weed, so all this tracks, but. <laughs> this is like watching cats in reverse. <laughs> oh, to get the satanic messages. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know that Rum Tum Tugger is actually singing about sacrificing your firstborn when you, when you, when you reverse that track? <laughs> well, it, actually, it looks like Idris Elba is bringing cats into this world, and then he's just letting them go. <laughs> Rum Tum Tugger, that was my name on the hiking squad. <laughs> Wait, so you were a one man, you were an ethereal one man swim team, and the Rum Tum Tugger of a hiking squad. We hiked everywhere. I, I couldn't do cross country because my <laughs> my uh, destroyed toes. Oh, was it okay? Hold on, gotcha. Journalism time. Was it your destroyed toes, or was the curse bounding you to a specific location that you cannot leave? Maybe I don't know. I, <laughs> morning, uh, morning. I I think uh, I I don't know. I just want as many people to come to the flower throat as they, <laughs> as they can. That's all I want. Come inside. Get your groove back at the flower throat and touch <laughs> the face of Stella. But only with express express written consent, of course. Yeah. If I deem thou worthy. I, I, I can, you know, there was a time, I'll, I'll be honest, when we were, when we were talking to you, there's a time where I thought that you were just a crazy person. And, and that was reductive of me. But sure. you're talking about America getting its groove back. Which is why I voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah. Did you vote for Trump? I don't know who that is. I don't get television. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trump doesn't have a lot of vinyl out, so I get it. No, if he did, I don't know who he is. Trump he, Skywalker. You ever heard of him? If he had, if he had a vinyl record or some sort of film that I could hold up to the light. It's dying technology. I pre- yeah, oh, yeah. wait a minute. Is he in Home Alone 2 Lost in New York? 
He is. You might he recognize is. him from the soundtrack oh, of yeah. Home Alone 2. Yeah, the little boy's looking for his mother. And uh, he's <laughs> holding, the, holding the light up. And uh, and there's that guy with the, yeah. Yeah. Carter, are you tracking the words that are being enunciated ominously? Because so far it's throat, <laughs> mother, Stella. Stella, facet, <laughs> face. Uh, I think he said a lot. Skeletons? A Skeletons. Uh-oh, they're one away from initiating the sequence. Oh, wait, if we say, wait, so there's one more key word that starts uh, uh, an ominous sequence. Oh, what a, what a, what a, what a gleeful uh, uh, laugh that was. You know what my favorite flower is? A- Amaranth. Rhododendron. <laughs> Rhododendron. Oh, he started the sequence. Carter, why did you say <laughs> that? that? Carter, no. Now the sequence has started. I just wanted to say it. Now it's time for my infernal father to reign. Oh, no. Your infernal daddy? Come forth. Come forth through the throat of Geronimo's curse. Out of the mouth of Angela Bassett. (laughs) Into the rumpus room and up. To the heavens where we kill God. <laughs> Onwards! Morning. 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 We're killing God. Morning. Hey, look, I'm on board. Like, you'll notice you haven't met much resistance from me. Like, I am totally in to kill God. So, like, uh, how do I how do I get involved in this? And also, like, say Carter and I both wanted to come through. Uh, are there like multiple like rooms there? Can we both stay in a separate room, or do we gotta uh, uh, be like uh, kissing cousins and bunk up together? <laughs> hey, do we gotta make spoons? <laughs> do I have to, to kiss Carter? Do I have to kiss Carter? How many times do we have to kiss before you give us a room? <laughs> <laughs> you initiated the sequence. Yeah, thanks, Carter. <laughs> I'm not look. I'm not trying to talk. I'm sorry. I initiated this sequence. I didn't are know that guys, was a flower that you are just y'all said. Down to kill God or not? Absolutely. The God. The God as I know it has done nothing for me except make me white. So like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell yeah. Let's take him down. Uh, what do I? What do I do to join this crusade? You just got to get in my rumpus room and touch Angela. It seems like we have to do all the things you expressly told us not to do. I didn't know if y'all were worthy. This but is now. why this is my issue with the whole Me Too movement. Is like every time there's a cursed object, <laughs> everyone's like, "Don't touch it! Don't touch it!" I'm like, "But if I do, the cool stuff happens, and then I'm canceled." <laughs> then, I mean, you just can't win. You can't win yeah. this PC culture. And I want to get Master Windu's opinion on this. What do you think about this PC culture? <laughs> yeah, I think we can win. The morning star shines in our favor. <laughs> the infernal majesty. If you just just believe and you just play track six of the How Stella Got Her Groove Back soundtrack on vinyl. The big pun makes one, me right? sweat by Big Pun and Beanie Man. <laughs> <laughs> now, is Beanie Man different from Beanie Siegel? Because I remember Beanie Siegel, but I don't remember Beanie Man. That is his Jewish cousin. Um, <laughs> Jason Siegel's uh, younger cousin who always wears a hat. 
<laughs> I'm, I just think that we, we can kill God together. And he well, said I'm, the words. We said well, that. All and- I need is for y'all to get to geronimo's curse why has it gotta be me i didn't mean to say it i just you put you, such emphasis on it. he puts such stank on it i kind of wanted to put some stank, your stank. Put some stank on it you initiated you initiated the sequence and you have created catastrophe and well here's the thing yeah. is i want to i want to definitely because like i said and i think carter agrees with me uh, we're both down to fucking slay god uh, and cool. I think listeners of this show would love to participate too. But I also imagine that there's a very cool. convoluted, uh, scary way that people get to Geronimo's curse. Like, I don't think it's like take exit five. I feel like you have to like sacrifice something. How does one get to your uh, bed and breakfast? Yeah. Uh, you get on the, you get scurvy. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Get upon, so scurvy's a prerequisite. You get upon the, the trail of Oregon, starting in Independence, Missouri. And, uh, <laughs> and then you. <laughs> and then you get off at exit 38 and you hang a left on femur boulevard and is there like a denny's there like is there a landmark is there like a denny's or like a, a rite aid or something you'll see the dancing skeleton where's the nearest piggly <laughs> okay, wiggly okay. where's the nearest piggly wiggly <laughs> i can't go in there because they have fluorescent lighting Oh, and, oh, oh and, wait, yeah. and that's a whole other part of your personality that we haven't talked about. Do you are you averse to fluorescent lighting? Just any electric uh, anything. That's that's why I play my vinyl records with my fingers. Oh, I'm sorry you right. have to hold all this electric stuff right now. Yeah, it's tough. What? <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Oh. oh my god. I hope, I hope that was picked up because that seemed like an otherworldly vortex kind of just like sapped the life force out of Master Windu for a second and uh, uh, replaced it with just a, a, a bale of hay. <laughs> it's is it weird to sit on the bale of hay? I just kind of want to sit. I don't know. I just it looks like it looks inviting. I know it. it looks, I know it's Mace Windu. Like I know I know it is him, but. I'm, I don't know. I think I think like because you've somehow been transported into the same recording studio as this bale of hay, Carter. I feel like take a seat and see what happens. Maybe maybe you will have an epiphany. Maybe you'll turn into a bunch of bats. I don't really know. I just I feel like I feel like as soon as I sit, a room a room full of people deciding how much they want to commit for Patreon. Believe me, the production value you guys, you people will get is going to blow your fucking mind. Wait, okay, so I feel like uh, uh, clearly Master Windu has been pulled into an alternate dimension. But Carter, I have a theory, and this is just on a whim. I hope you'll go with me on this. Maybe if we say the title of How Stella Got Her Groove Back in reverse, we'll be able to summon him back so we can go to plugs. (laughs) Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can. All right, it's. So it's like it's it'd be back cab. Like you mean like phonetically? Oh no, like, I think phonetically <laughs> would be way too difficult. Cab? Let's just do the words backwards. <laughs> okay, cab Ls. <laughs> if you no, got it, right. I'm here for it. Back. But uh, groove. No, there's no way. No back. Let's see. Groove. Uh, her got no, no. Stella. How back groove? Her got Stella. How did we get it? 
Morning. Morning. Oh my God. Master Windu, morning. you've returned. Morning. What happened? Oh, uh, you were you were pulled into an otherworldly dimension that uh, uh, was, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it was uh, like kung fu fighting because it was quite frightening, <laughs> and it was fast as lightning. <laughs> I chopped off Jesus's wiener. Whoa! <laughs> you just you just made Jesus a member Wait. of the castrati. <laughs> All right, this is the first. I've believed every word you've said implicitly up to this point, but. I don't think you chopped off Jesus's wiener. I think you turned into a bale of hay, my friend. <laughs> Picks or it didn't happen. Yeah. Come on down to Miss Loblolly's Flower Throat Lodge, <laughs> located on Clavicle Avenue in downtown Geronimo's Curse, Nebraska. <laughs> we gonna rock on through Clavicle Avenue. <laughs> it doesn't flow too well. No, it sure doesn't. <laughs> the syllables are difficult. Uh, I'll tell you, in this well, time of rebuilding, you gotta you gotta support local businesses, and I'm happy to give you my my unemployment money to stay in your horrific satanic flower bed. Carter, I'm sold though. I think me and you should take a boys trip over to Nevada and see what's what. Do it's, I smell a boys trip? I think I smell a boys trip. There's, there's a couple of dudes <laughs> throwing down over PBRs and lamenting their women. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to be gone for a few days. Uh, hey, what do you want? Don't I'm, ask going, I'm going to Geronimo's place. Don't ask too many. <laughs> this is a boy's my, trip. Don't ask too many questions. It's a boy's yeah. trip. Just know that Angela Bassett is heavily involved. There's, there's going to be throats and flowers, <laughs> and I'll be back sometime. The lesser known <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson joint, there will be throats. There will be throats. <laughs> also in oh, contention God. for episode title. We've we'll find out. Goats. goats and throats? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, uh, obviously, Mace Windu, <laughs> it's, it's been a delight to meet you. I'm so excited. <laughs> It's it's obviously been uh, a, a immaculate pleasure. Uh, uh, so excited to to get to know you know this bed and breakfast more when Carter and I make our way up there. Uh, come you know uh, the summertime mm-hmm. COVID free vibes. Uh, but as for now, you know obviously with- <laughs> we will, and we assure that listeners will too because come this episode. <laughs> Okay, uh, I was waiting for more, waiting for more, waiting for more, didn't get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, this episode's coming up. God damn it. I slept about as you well as I am. <laughs> I slept about as well as I am managing to go to plugs, uh, which is not well. Uh, obviously, this episode's coming out I April 9th. God damn. You know, you remind me of another guest we've had on this show before. <laughs> With a similar hat. <laughs> April 9th is when this episode's coming out, obviously. And, uh, uh, you know, that's a Friday. We all love it. We stand for it. Carter Glasscock, what's going on with you online or otherwise? Where do you want people to go? What do, they want, what do you want them to look at, you know? 
Oh, shit. You know, uh, you know, well, you can find me on Twitter. You know, these days, uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> on Carter underscore Glasscock. Uh, you can fucking I have a stand up album you can listen to. It's called The Crystal Pistol. Yeah, uh, uh, give it a listen. You know, it's on all the major streaming platforms. You can even give it a little buy if you want to on iTunes. Uh, I'll be out there doing uh, stand up again when it's uh you know when it's all it's going down. Uh, there's <laughs> some sort of corn nuggety thing. And, uh, the best. This is why people need to be on Patreon. I'm not going to explain why Carter and I are laughing about something called beaver nuggets. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. But yes, yes, you could find me in those places. But also, you can listen to me and uh, uh, Sam Harder and this this insane guy known as Rivers Langley on the Goods from the Woods podcast. <laughs> No, Carter, oh I want to specifically, uh, I do, uh, people should do all those things, especially my favorite plug is the uh, album where you're like, you can stream it anywhere, but also if you feel like ever giving money to something that you absorb for free all the time, if you don't want to just keep taking and taking and taking and you want to give me a little money. You know, I mean, here's the thing, you know, you can do what you want. You can live your life how you want. I'm dying here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here fixing elderly phones. You. <laughs> fixing elderly phones. I'm the giving back, and I'm fucking. You know what I got to show for it? Fucking nothing. And I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm and I'm fucking, and we're fucking. No, uh, no. Please listen to that album. I appreciate. No, it. do it. Listen to the album, stream it, buy it, whatever you can. Go listen to the Goods from the Woods pod. Obviously, uh, you might know. Uh, you might recognize a little uh, guest on there occasionally named Kevin Anderson. You know, maybe go listen to those episodes first, right. and then listen to everything else. They've been prolific oh, as hell during quarantine. Uh, yeah, speaking the, of, yes, we have. We've. Uh, uh... Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm drinking PBR. Go. Oh no! We've been doing uh, 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 the the Corona Diaries. We've been pumping up our output to like a, an absurd amount of episodes. So there's a lot to sift through. Please come and enjoy and listen to us lose our goddamn minds in this apartment. So it's yeah, I mean, if fun. you made it this far in this episode, chances are you're a fan of men losing their minds. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously, uh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. You should. These people deserve a medal because <laughs> you know we we. I'm losing my mind too, uh, uh, but we appreciate it. Uh, we all appreciate you as well, Carter Glasscock. And of course, uh, uh, Master Windu, AKA Bed and Breakfast Man. Uh, what do you got going on? Other, obviously, we've got uh, Flower Throat Inn and Geronimo's Curse, Nebraska. Anything else you'd like to promote? No, I have <laughs> nothing else to promote. <laughs> I and have nothing again, else to promote. Once again, if you're not on Patreon, you don't understand why this is funny. <laughs> I'll just say that, uh, uh, yeah, a bit of a pentagram. And, there's a little bit of a crossover between a pentagram and a palm. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm sure, you know, if people want to fight the good fight against God, they can go stay your inn and uh, touch some faces <laughs> and have a good time with some fiddles. Absolutely. And don't forget the skeletons. Morning. Forget- Morning. Morning. Oh, and he's in a pile of hay again. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and sign off for this week. Uh, Carter Glasscock, say goodbye. Bye, everybody. And pile of hay, say goodbye. 
morning. Morning. <laughs> morning until next morning. Bleaker Review will return next week. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good time. Bye.